Hi, it's Roger Sitkins. Welcome to our Winning Strategies podcast. Topic today, the number one tip for producer success. If there were just one pearl of wisdom I could share with producers, it would be this. Your net work equals your net worth. Or you might even turn around and say your net worth is tied to your net work. Now, I don't know where I first heard that saying, and I know it's not a Sitkins original. However, I truly believe it's the number one tip I could give any producer. In today's totally data-driven world, I honestly fear that too many producers believe that they can click their way to success. They rely far too much on the internet as a means of reaching their business goal. Now, let's be clear. I strongly believe and support the use of social media, digital marketing, web-based, mobile and on-demand platforms, any sort of app designed to boost productivity. Our newest and most comprehensive program ever, the Better Way Agency, is driven by Zywave technology. My point is to not rely exclusively on high-tech tools. It appears to me that no matter where you look, whether it's past, present, or future, the best producers all have one thing in common. They were, are, and will be great networkers. If you're wondering how you can constantly build your network, here's some of the ways that have worked for me as well as thousands of producers we've trained in our over 100 producer training camps. These are things that, that apply to both physical and electronic networks. Well, the first one is to create a network of raving fans. You know, when we talk about networks, we're talking about developing and managing relationships. And this starts with you doing a great job for your current clients. You must never take them for granted. To accomplish this, we had better know what our client expectations are. Remember, we can't exceed them if we don't know them. It always drives me crazy when I see producers saying, oh, we exceed your expectations, when you don't even know what they are. Ask them what they are. Document the expectations in some form of a follow-up letter and ultimately under-promise and over-deliver to them. See, unfortunately, people become so focused on transactions that they forget to create raving fans and agency advocates. In the process, they fail to recognize that raving fans are clients for life who refer their friends and associates. You know, as networks go, it really doesn't get much better than that. Next area, create an insurance company network. Well, there's no denying that the better your relationship with your insurance company network, your insurance company underwriters and key people, the better your net worth. But do you know how to cultivate outstanding relationships with your carriers? One of the best ways is to always provide the top of the stack submission, TOSS. The best carriers will tell you that they make underwriting decisions based upon the name of the agency, the name of the producer, and the quality of the submission. Now, we all know that. But are you known as the agent or agency that always provides TOSS, top of the stack submission? Well, you may have heard about this before, but what are you doing about it? In a recent speech in front of a state association, I asked the audience, how many of you have a documented TOSS, top of the stack submission format, that's actually getting used? Well, a whopping less than 10% raised their hands. Now. Would that be you? you know, until you've done it, don't tell me you've heard it before, you've heard about this a thousand times. What are you doing to make TOSS a reality? 
Also, never fail to say thank you to the underwriters. You know, the underwriters a lot of times have somewhat of a, a, a thankless job. It's amazing to me how the underwriters will marvel when someone just takes the time to say thank you. Now, I know that sending an email is pretty easy, but why not take the time to do a handwritten follow-up note to them? Finally, make sure that you track and manage the relationships. We need to know where our insurance company friends are. We know they move around. They'll go from one carrier to the other. Stay close with them. They can help you in your whole career for life. Next, I want you to create a specialty network. Become a specialist. We always know that in any profession, specialists make more money than general practitioners. And when I look at the best producers I've worked with through the years, I'm talking about producers of a million, two million, three million, four million, five million dollars of revenue. Every one of them truly is a specialist in one way or another. Now, most validated producers already have developed a specialty without even knowing it. Now, the easiest way to know where your specialties are is to do a book of business survey. You're looking for common classes or types of accounts. For example, if you write four restaurants, guess what? You've got a specialty in restaurants. Similarly, if you write 10 property management firms or five roofing contractors, you've got some specialties. This suggests that you understand the risks associated with a particular class of business, that you have great carriers for them, and you can probably be competitive. Also, you've got a network of businesses that can refer you to others. Now, once you have these specialties, get involved with them. Join their trade associations, their trade groups. Find out who the leaders are. Get on committees within the group. Give back to those industries that are supporting you. Next, how about a community network? Well, are you active in your local chamber of commerce? Do you really know your marketplace? If you're not involved in the areas where you live and work, you're missing out on one of the most powerful resources available, your community network. I know the Chamber of Commerce was one of the first groups I got involved in when I joined our family agency back in Wyandotte, Michigan. I also joined the service organization, the Lions Club, and I, I rapidly built a pretty big network. And I'm, I'm firmly convinced that it was a catalyst for the political career I had back home when I was elected to the first of three terms to the city council. I was only 24 years old. Now, even though I grew up there and knew lots of people through my family and through football and everything, I credit my networking with much of my early success. You may also consider getting involved in youth sports or any other activities in which your kids participate. You know, sometimes when I'm, when I'm out with some people, newer friends that have moved to the Fort Myers area, they'll remark how I seem to know everybody. Well, I coached Little League for over 10 years with my children when they were growing up. So I got to know a lot of parents and a lot of contacts. I'm not bragging. It's just something that worked for me. I think if you really give back, you're going to get back. If you really give back, you're going to get back. I think it ties into the idea of deposits and withdrawals. All too often, I think that people expect to make relationships withdrawals without ever making deposits. Now, don't just start networking for the wrong reasons. Make sure you have a passion for those areas you choose to pursue. I think we've all seen the people who get involved in networking simply to hand out business cards in an effort to drum up business, and then they start cold calling you after the fact. It's obvious when someone's in it only to boost sales or to make money. Commit to the causes that mean something to you, the causes that you care about. Make those relationship deposits. Next one, what about a referral 
and a networking mindset. So much of what you achieve is what you believe. Well, I believe that your next new great client wants to meet you through a referral or an introduction. I don't think they want you to cold call them or I don't think they want to go online clicking here for a free quote. Again, I'm talking about next great new client. Therefore, if you truly believe that your net work equals your net worth, you must develop a mindset to earn and generate referrals and introductions from the people you meet. Now, an excellent way to do this is to say to your clients, my goal is to have a long-term relationship, become a member of your trusted advisor team, and do those things that ultimately earn a referral to one of your friends or associates. Pretty powerful statement. You're really laying it out on the line. But let's face it, earning that referral is the ultimate testament that you've done a great job for the client. Now, as always, you know what, you have choices. You can smile and dial. You can follow up on the click here for a free quote suspects. You know, they're not even prospects. You can sit in the office waiting for the roast duck to fly into your mouth, or you can commit to constantly building your network. By far the best individual networker I have ever met had two different breakfast meetings four days a week. Now his first one was just a bagel and coffee around six in the morning. Then it was followed up by a full breakfast with another contact at 7.30. Then he'd have lunch at least three days a week with clients, prospects, or centers of influence. Now, by the way, he worked out a lot to stay in shape. We all have to eat. So why not take the time to sit down and talk face-to-face -face with clients, prospects, or centers of influence, not just going to lunch with your same, same old co-workers every day or going through the fast food lane. You know, the next time you look at your personal net worth statement, your personal balance sheet, your financial balance sheet, if it's not where it should be or what you want it to be, I can guarantee you that a big part of the problem is that you don't have a good enough, big enough network. Remember, your net worth is tied to your network. As always, it's your choice.